I'm Bishop Daly, the seventh bishop of the Diocese of Spokane, 24,000 square miles in eastern Washington, the Catholic faithful. Joining me uh, today are priests of our diocese, pastors, and vicars. Father Darren Connell, Vicar General and Rector of Our Lady of Lord Cathedral. Father Pat Kirst, Pastor of St. Mary in the Valley and Vicar for Priests. And Father Brian Mee, Pastor of St. Peter's here in Spokane. Seventh pastor. Seventh pastor. Peter's. Thank you very much, Brian. It's my show, remember? And, um, and Father Mee is the Vicar for Finance. As we begin our time together, the show, if you've listened to us before on the radio, um, we took a number of topics. Uh, today, we're going to tell a little bit about ourselves, which in a spirit of humility uh, will be difficult for most of us, but not all the four priests. It will be difficult for me. Uh, we, yes, thank you, <laughs> Father Connell. So let's begin with uh, Father Darren Connell. You are our native of Spokane. I'm native of Spokane, as I think we all, all of us, all, all the vicars are, uh, Bishop. I think we're all native, aren't we? Native vicars. Native I'm actually vicars. from a city. Oh, uh, yeah. Well. But go ahead. Yeah. We're from a large hamlet. Um, yeah, so actually I was in seminary with uh, Father Pat Kirst. We were at Bishop White Seminary together. He was older and wiser. Uh, he was a senior when I was a freshman. Um, but I was born and raised in Spokane. Uh, my, uh, my little story about how I got into the seminary is that when I was a junior in high school, uh, I went to confession. And... Uh, uh, Father, me confession is a, is a sacrament of the church. It's a sacrament of reconciliation. Still, still, oh, right. Yeah. So, for that clarification, and I was uh, it was a Saturday. I was in confession. I finished, and um, uh, my pastor <clears throat> asked me if I had ever thought about being a priest, and uh, I had never actually ever talked with anyone about it. The thought had crossed my mind, um, but I was kind of relieved to have someone bring up the topic. So, I began. Uh, <clears throat> When he asked me, I, I felt that I really had to tell the truth because we were in confession. I didn't want to, you know, lie at that point. So I said, yeah, the thought crossed my mind. And so I asked him questions, and he asked me questions, and we were in there for a good, you know, 25, 30 minutes. And when I walked out, there was a huge long line of people uh, against the wall waiting to, to get in. and Scowling. Scowling. Yeah. And they looked at me, uh, me and thought, you know, <clears throat> what did this junior high kid do uh, <laughs> that was so bad? But I... I wasn't, uh, I guess, intimidated or embarrassed by that because I was happy that f finally someone uh, kind of broached the subject with me, and that was kind of the, the beginning of, of my more serious um, discernment to the priesthood, which led to Bishop White Seminary and being able to be with Father Kirst and on to priesthood. What parish was that, Father Connell? Uh, it was St. Mary's Parish. I grew up in, uh, actually, very near here where we're, we're uh, recording this at the Monastery of the Poor Clares. I was, I was baptized at St. Francis of Assisi, and we lived uh, actually nearby, and just down the block from us, uh, Father Rich Poole and his family lived. They were just a few houses away, and my first experience uh, which, with uh, Father Poole was when we were uh, very young, and he would come over, and we had a, uh, a dog, and uh, one day we were kind of hungry, and so we both... Uh, <laughs> Ate dog food together. <laughs> the dog later started. All right. Yeah. That's, that's, so anyway, that's, uh, uh, moving right along. Better move on. <laughs> Father, Father yeah, Father Kirst. Okay. Yeah. We're talking just up to the time we got into seminary. Is that we're going to stop? Oh, you story. stop yeah. wherever you yeah. want. We'll stop that story yeah. there. Sure. Yeah. Well, I also was born in Spokane. Uh, basically raised in Spokane, although I had a two-year hiatus in Fairfield, Montana, which Gonzaga. Uh, women's basketball fans know that one of their star players is from Fairfield, Montana, town about 700 people. I have no recollection of living there as uh, I was about two, 
but I uh, grew up in St. Mary Parish, essentially, although I was baptized at St. John Vianney Parish in Spokane Valley. At that time, it was just known as The Valley, now Spokane Valley. And I've kind of a similar story to Father Connell in terms of the path into the uh, seminary, in that when I was in high school and going through confirmation class, uh, which uh, none of the boys ever missed because one of the girls in the class was Miss Junior Washington that year, so we were very attentive to being at all the classes. But Easy. as part of that, one of the uh, priests of the parish interviewed all of the confirmation candidates before the sacrament was uh, received. And uh, the one who interviewed me, who shall remain nameless, Kevin Codd, he uh, asked me in the course of the interview, which I presume he asked all the boys he was uh, interviewing, if we'd ever thought about being a priest. Now, when I was quite young, my mom used to call me the little priest just because I was kind of one of those dorky kids that liked to go to church and was an altar server as much as I could and, and participated as much as I could. Went through the Catholic school at St. Mary. And, and I told uh, Father Cod when he asked me that question with a straight face, I said no, which was true. Uh, what I was really thinking was, are you kidding, priests or dorks? Uh, but I didn't want to express that to him. But at any rate, he said, well, I think you should think about it. And uh, So he dragged me down to Bishop White Seminary, and I met the people on staff there, and they handed me an application form. And I took the form and did nothing with it. I was a junior in high school at this time. And I was called periodically by the people who were there, Father Tom Wilson, Sister Rosalie Licati. Have you filled out your form yet? And I would say, no, I haven't. I really wasn't thinking seriously about that, uh, but it planted a seed. And then as I got toward the end of senior year of high school, when I had to make a decision what to do, and I'd applied to some colleges but didn't really have anything I wanted to study. And I'd, my work experience through high school was with racehorses and with cattle and didn't really see that that was my future. But uh, at any rate, by default, not having anything else to do, I went ahead and filled out the application and went through the interview process and was accepted to Bishop White Seminary and uh, Gonzaga University also accepted me. They wouldn't do that th in these days, but back then they would accept uh, <laughs> someone like me. You're a very humble man, Father. Yes, thank we you. Thank that. you. I, I take great pride in my humility. So uh, <laughs> at any rate, I entered the seminary that year, 1981. Uh, Father Connell mentioned Father Rich Poole. He and I were high school classmates and uh, he ended up coming into the seminary a little bit after I did. But, did you uh, eat dog food with him? I did ate no dog food with him, but I will uh, not mention what okay. things we did do together. Well, you were yeah. you were the quarterback, weren't you, at uh, Gonzaga Prep freshman team? I, I was fifth-string quarterback, Gonzaga Prep Once freshman again, team. Once again, stands yes. out. Yeah. That, I, yeah. Your stats are legendary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I used to get in in the fifth quarter, which <laughs> yes. you know, somehow made mathematical sense back then, but they'd play the real game, and then the kids that didn't get to play got to go in and play for a quarter. So oh. I, I was a fifth-quarter quarterback. So. You got a trophy. I don't – I put it with all my other trophies. They're, Great. they're in a box in my dad's barn. So. Yeah, near the old Gallagher place. Yeah. <laughs> Father me. Now, I'm sure that you listen now to Father Connell and beautiful, uh, Father Curse, and, and you usually weep uncontrollably at such. Yes. Uh, but tell <laughs> us about your story. Uh, proud of it's true. Well, part of it is similar to Father Connell and Father Curse. I, too, am a native of Spokane, raised in Sacred Heart Parish, but unlike them, I'm not uh, a late vocation. Uh, at a very early age, I felt a call to priesthood. I was in the playroom on my rocking horse, rocking back and forth, and I was knocked off all of a sudden. <laughs> and I knew then that I had a call. And uh, soon after that, I started, I was one of those talk about nerdy little kids, uh, play, playing mass at home 
and of course my congregation were my, my three sisters. And Scooter, your, your <laughs> and, <great> schnauzer. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, these masses would always end with some difficulty because of my sister's behaviors. I, I were, was not allowed to give them communion. And, uh, <laughs> this, of course, my sisters, Peggy, Molly, and Kathleen, uh, they occasionally receive communion today. Uh, so to kind of put the house at ease, my family realized I had a vocation. I went off to the high school seminary. Regina Clary? Mater Clary. And that would have been back in 1966. And Mater Clary was in Colbert, Washington, where Northwest Christian is now. And uh, I'm not going to sing Mater Clary. I know that, that you were going to ask me to sing Mater Clary. Bishop, but was that I, the old fight song? <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. It was a fight song. So I went to Mater Clary High School. It was a boarding school. You got home once a month, and you had class on Saturday as well. What does uh, Mater Clary mean? It means um, Mother of the Clergy. That's oh, what it Regina means. Regina Clary. Yeah. Regina, Queen mm. of the Clergy. That's the uh, assisted living facility in the Archdiocese of Boston. Well, that's, that's yeah. You start at Mater Clary and you and wind up, up at Regina, Regina Clary. Clary. I'll talk to the Pope Hopefully, <laughs> you wind up there. And then I finally, after uh, my arduous education at Mater Clary, wound up at Bishop White as well. And as Father Pat Kerr's probably today, I wouldn't get into Gonzaga either. Uh, but in those days, they were accepting people like Father Connell and Father Kirst and, and myself. What. Uh, uh, what uh, would you say, uh, was there a priest who inspired you? I know you seem to always talk about yourself, but I mean, was there someone that... <laughs> My last name is me. Yes. You know, me. I got to be Without me. me. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes yeah, thank you. Right. Um, yes, there were priests. Would you, how many of them would you like me to probably mention? Probably three. All right, was Father... one of them? Uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> he said inspire, inspire. Okay. I have to give credit to uh, Father... Haspidus, Father George Haspidus, who uh, I was raised next door to Father George Haspidus. And uh, as a matter of fact, we moved to 17th in April of 1956, and he was ordained in May of 1956. And um, he came home every Wednesday and Sunday, and he'd visit with his family, he'd come over and visit and have a beer with my dad on the back uh, patio. I thought, well, this is great. So, yeah, that was a, you know, beer on Wednesday and Sunday. I thought that's a good start. During Lent, so, even? Uh, I, I did not track the liturgical seasons as well then as I You're do now. For it now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to hear others? Oh, no. No, I think we're going to take a little break now. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when men revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven, for so men persecuted the prophets who were before you.
We last left off with Father Mead, who was speaking of priests who inspired him. He was talking about uh, Father George Hespitus, who is, by the way, is related to Monsignor Bob Pearson. And we're going to hear a little bit about Father Connell and the role that significant role that right, Monsignor Pearson. That's a Pearson. beautiful segue, Bishop. Was like you, uh, okay, we haven't yet finished with Father Mead, but let's go to you. <laughs> yes. No. Hey. That's okay. Let me back in. <laughs> we'll get to you while you try to reformulate truth. Why don't you finish with Father Hespitus? Yeah. Oh. All right, well, Father Hospitus, again, um, I was raised next door to him, but he was also the Latin teacher in high school at Mater Clary when I was there. Who was the rector of uh, Mater Clary at those times? Was Father Ribble, later Monsignor Ribble. Oh, Father Ribble, and he was definitely right. inspiring as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. Good. Well, speaking of Father Hospitus, uh, Father Hospitus' cousin is uh, Father Robert Pearson, or Monsignor Robert Pearson. Uh, now they don't make Monsignors anymore. Uh, stop stop crying, Father Me. Um <laughs> Well, you do if you have to be 65. Oh, I or, guess, you, I guess oh, you're, in, you're in by five oh, years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm by five years. A couple of months away. There you go. Um, I met, so in talking about priests who are inspiring, I, I, I would look to Father or Monsignor Pearson, um, whom I met when I was in the fifth grade. I met him when he taught me to serve Mass at uh, St. Anthony's Parish. Uh, I was the only server that year, I guess, and he gave me uh, my training. And um, some years later, he would he announced publicly that I was kind of a slow learner. Uh, on the altar, but nonetheless, I fell in love with it and and looked to him as someone who kind of was an inspiration for my priesthood. And as Providence would have it throughout my seminary years and my life as a priest, uh, he was always given assignments that were somehow close to where I was or facilitated um, our friendship and our our growth and our priesthood together. He served, uh, he uh, preached my first Mass as a priest in 1992. Uh, and uh, on this coming May, I'll celebrate 25 years as a priest, and I've asked him to preach my Mass uh, as well. He's going to preach that on June 3rd. Um, And, uh, uh, again, as Providence would have it, I was honored to, uh, last year, uh, preach at his uh, 50th anniversary as a priest. And so uh, he's certainly been an inspiration for me in in terms of what it means to be a priest and service of the people. Uh, His administration skills are, are well known, and now he's actually come out of retirement to give one more year uh, in service uh, to St. Thomas More, for which we're very grateful. So you've been ordained 25 years, and you'll have your celebration early June. Father Kirst celebrated his 25th anniversary last year, so you're 26 years. Couple years. No, coming up on 27. 27. Yeah. And then, Father Me, 39 years? 39. Yeah. Now, you, you're a graduate. Uh, just uh, We'll tell my life story, and you'll probably have a chance to see it when it's in a movie. But oh, we can't, um, wait. can't wait. Uh, Father Connell, you were a graduate of Theological College in, in Catholic University in Washington, D.C. Father right. Pat Kirst went to St. Paul's in Minneapolis, St. Paul. And Father Me went to the North American College in Rome. Did you study at the Gregorian or the Angelicum? Both. Did you? Yeah, I studied at the Angelicum for three years and then uh, at the Gregorian for a year and then at Sant'Anselmo. Mm-hmm. for three years. Your doctoral studies there? Doctoral. For our listening audience, the typical theological school path for those at Rome is the Angelicum run by the Dominicans and the Gregorian, which is the Jesuit fathers. We don't have any seminarians there at the North American now, uh, but in the past the diocese has. Currently we use Theological College in Washington, Father Connell and many of our priests, uh, Alma Mater, and St. Patrick's Seminary in Menlo Park. St. Paul Minneapolis Seminary was a time in our uh, diocese when it was popular. Father Rich Poole went there. Uh, who else studied there? Father oh, Tim a number Hayes. of priests went there. Father Richard Root and I are classmates, and we were the first ones sent there from our diocese. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, at that time, the process was we were invited to look at the profile of 11 different seminaries and suggest which three we would like to go to. So upon looking at those profiles, I listed in order of priority uh, the college in Leuven, Belgium. Oh. And, then, and then second, I put uh, Manila Theological College in D.C., Third, I selected Boynton Beach, Florida, because uh, that's near, that's near there, the Seinfelds, <laughs> Del Boca Vista, <laughs> States Phase Two. Right, so it was a mile from the beach, How so did that you sold come me. Up with that eleven sold me. seminaries. They were, were given a, a packet, weren't you? We were 11? given a packet with profiles, and so I listed those three, and then was told the next week, "Congratulations, you're going to St. Paul, Minnesota." Hmm. Uh, so uh, I was believe number, a, that was in a more direct approach. Your, yeah. Yes, and at that time it was. Uh, I always experienced it as a, a wonderful well, place. We're always pushing the envelope and kind of on cutting the cutting edge, edge of cutting things. Cutting edge. Yeah, so that, mm -hmm. Now, Father Connell, you were supposed to go to the North American. Was there something with your visa, or was it um, the MasterCard? No, these, were, these were pre-problem visa days. Okay. Uh, um, no, I, there I was, were other problems. Yes. There were other issues. I, Talk big, about the Greyhound Station oh, Okay. The big, it wasn't a Greyhound <laughs> Station. It's called an airport. Okay. Um, Spokane still had airport. Oh, good. Still had an airport. Yeah. We had a Greyhound Station, too. We had both. Yeah. Um, no, I was supposed to go to, to Rome, and, and in those days, uh, you had to go for a full two years to be away from uh, your family and, and, and overseas, and we didn't have the technology that we have today in terms of staying in touch. And I'm the oldest uh, in my immediate family and the oldest of all of my grandkids, and my grandparents had 11 children on my mom's side. And so it meant, uh, you know, not just everyone lives here, and so it meant leaving them all for a, a significant period of time. And I really, uh, the more I thought about it and prayed about it, I, I really didn't think that, that was going to be very helpful to me. Um, I didn't think it would be good, a good move to be gone from my family that long for two years. Um, may sound a little silly now, but at the time, I just didn't want to be away from my family. And so um, I understand that Monsignor Pearson uh, went to the bishop at the time and kind of was my advocate and uh, and convinced him to choose another seminary. And he chose uh, Theological College at the Catholic University of America in Washington, D.C. Uh, Theological College is run by the Sulpician Fathers, I'm um, familiar with them yes, from St. Patrick's. Uh, I, mm -hmm, I see that. Formerly uh, of St. Patrick's. Right. Um, and uh, so we would, we would live there at Theological College and take our formation there, and then we are our spiritual and human formation, pastoral formation, and then our academic formation was uh, acquired through the Catholic University of America. Uh, I think it's a great setup. It's called kind of a collaborative model, uh, and uh, I think we were very well uh uh, prepared academically. Father Gene Tracy given the was university. there with you? Father Gene Tracy was there. Uh, we've had uh, since then uh, Father Jeff Lewis, Father Tyler Smedley, Father Mike Ishida, Father Luta Nsubuga from uh, Uganda. Uh, Father and Seidel. Father Seidel, you're right. Look at you mm -hmm. with your memory <clears throat> skills. Now, Father Me, when you were s to the North American College, you were to originally to study at Mount Angel or was it Mount St. Mary's in Emmitsburg, but somehow you were able to change the bishop's mind and, and get that plane ticket on Pan Am Clipper class and get yourself yes, to North I, American. Yes, I, I too wanted to stay close to my family, but my family asked that I could be, that uh, you leave. move far away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, the old Meads. We love them down no, the block. Yeah. So. Well, you didn't want to go to Mount Angel run by the Dominicans anyway. Yeah. yeah. The Mount, well, Mount Angel, I wasn't... Uh, Mount I would have sent you to Kendrick with the Vincentians. Thank but, you. Uh, no, the, great the, order the, the Vincentians. common place, actually, if one were to study in those days, in those bygone days... Uh, locally, it would have been at St. Thomas. In Denver or Seattle? In Seattle, run by the Sulpicians. 
Um, it's not open anymore. But I, I think it closed soon after I didn't go there. Yeah. And, <laughs> it was um, during Archbishop Hunthausen's <laughs> time. Connecting any dots. <laughs> but anyway, so yes, somehow, God only knows how, I wound up at the North American College. Now, and it was get, wonderful. How did Old you get over there? Did Felix you fly Roma. or did you go over on a sea liner? Well, which my class, ship. my <laughs> my class, they take a cruise from New York, and so so that they could bond going across the Atlantic. But I got the wrong directions. I went across the Pacific, and you ended and up so in Budapest. I, I wound you? up in Phnom Penh. Did you in Cambodia? <laughs> so I spent my summer in Cambodia, and then I got to Rome in time to meet my classmates before going to Salvatore Mundi, the hospital, uh, where I what does that mean? Now? had hepatitis. Uh, Did you? Oh, yes, yes. I was quite yellow, quite yellow at the time. It was quite fantastic. Um, savior of the world, to answer your question. <laughs> before, before you give some other translation to it. So did you learn Italian when you were in Yes, in I did. Well, should, so we, like, should we continue? Prego non fumare? Prego non fumare. Mangia bene, eh? No, see, Did you ever go Italiano. to class when you were there? No. Pranzo was a class, wasn't it? Pranzo? Pranzo. Why did you guys Pranzo, have wine man. with lunch when the, those yeah, of that's us who studied in the United wine States had water and lemonade for strong America? Well, now, when I first went to the North American College, of course, uh, we had camerieri, and they had these and, nice and little black waiter. bow ties. Wow. And they Look had white jackets <laughs> and gloves. But... After my first meal there, the, uh, the institution decided that we're going into a period of austerita, so which means Happiness. austerity. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so they did away with the waiters, and, uh, but the food remained, as did the wine at Pranzo, as you mentioned, and at Cena as well, which is dinner. Interesting. That's, Thank you. It seems to oh, me it was that, wonderful. That, was, that was a rather comfortable life. I don't remember it well. Uh, <laughs> the wine was good. Yeah. That's very interesting. That's probably why uh, the rest of it's us would not have memories. gone there. No, no, you shouldn't go mm -hmm. there. No. Um, do they call the students when they arrive the new men? Is that a phrase? Yes, it is. Yeah, there's a new man show, actually. That's right. And, uh, and, Arnold, Arnold and Cardinal in, Newman? in the new yeah. man show, my one of the ones I, after I was no longer a new you man. You played Jackie Gleason, did no, you? No, I, I uh, played... Now, is he still alive? I don't know. Bishop Matt Clark. Oh, he's the bishop, retired bishop of Rochester, New yes, York. Yeah. That's in the upper part he was of New a spiritual, York. Thank you. He was a Thank spiritual you. director at the North American College when I was there. That's mm -hmm. why I have such spiritual depth. That's true. Uh -huh. <laughs> well, this is a great story, and unfortunately, most of America still doesn't want to hear it. It's been great hearing about all of your stories, and Father Me, it's amazing how, as you said, you like An to talk about me, story. but the old phrase, enough about me. Now you talk about me. But actually, <laughs> hey. um, so my story uh, is, um, well, as I mentioned before, I'm not from Spokane originally, though I, I do like uh, Eastern Washington. There's a lot of natural beauty, but um, I'm actually from a real city, um, wow. San Francisco. Uh, it's actually, I was born <laughs> no, and raised there. I thought there. it was Tijuana. No, no, no. I'm not one of those people who said I'm from the Bay Area. When you say you're from the Bay Area, you're usually for one of the probably problematic or less uh, beautiful areas. Um, and I'm familiar with those. I just have never lived there, nor do I have any intention. You had a confirmation project, though, in the I, I did. Yeah. I did one of those things. But mm -hmm. we had confirmation those days in eighth grade. And Bishop McDonald confirmed me. He was a former president of Catholic University. 
a priest of Small San Francisco world. from Ireland, and uh, he was there when President Kennedy, that's John F. Kennedy, Father Me to you. 35th president. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you knew actually Jackie, his wife, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Delivered a newspaper. We can't talk about that. <laughs> but in any case, uh, I would say that my vocation uh, has its roots, certainly in my parish, as the case with the, the other vicars here, or the... Uh, the example of the Daughters of Charity, who taught uh, me in grade school, uh, priest in the parish, Father Mike Burns. He's retired now at St. Simon's in Los Altos. We moved to another parish when I started high school, Monsignor Walsh, Archbishop McGuckin. Joseph McGuckin was uh, retired there. Um, great parish, and uh, I was uh, top of the Christian Brothers, the De La Salle Christian Brothers, founded by the great St. Saint John Baptist de La Salle, who was responsible, by the way, for the report card. And um, the Curse phrase, him. live Jesus <laughs> in our hearts forever. Uh, the brothers uh, are big on humility. That's the French school of spirituality, which we'll do a show on. What and does that mean? That's about uh, not tuning your own horn. Oh. It's uh, opposed to some other spiritualities of other orders. Is time for a break? That, uh, <laughs> yeah. Probably not. But um, Cut his mic. Unlike... Uh, some of you were playing a priest in grade school and taking a book collection and then excommunicating your sisters, <laughs> which is probably why they don't talk to you now, um, that um, my mom used to kind of wonder what priests did all day. She knew Wednesdays we could play golf at the Olympic Club. Uh, that's a country club that, uh, Darren, you'd never Thank be allowed to join. Thank you. Um, but um, it, uh, she was very impressed by a number of priests, as was my dad. Uh, and uh, I think that type of uh, love of the church created a prayerful environment to lead uh, to a priestly vocation. Uh, unlike uh, the other priests here, I didn't study uh, you didn't in the study East at all. Uh, no, I actually did. Yeah, I've, I've seen your grades because uh, that's a great thing about being a bishop. I've read your personnel file. Um, but um, I went to St. Patrick's Seminary, which uh, is Sulpician, uh, but will transition. Uh, to um, diocesan priests and Father George Schultz, a Jesuit who will be the rector. We have two of our seminarians studying there, uh, as well as we have men at Theological College, which I will, in March, ordain uh, one of our seminarians, Raymond, to the transitional diaconate, um, a great young man who has joined us. So my life uh, is probably worth telling a lot more about, but in that French school of humility, I won't talk about it, but um, I'm going to just uh, let you know where our show will be going. Um, As I said, we will be taking (laughs) serious uh, issues, but also to do so in the sense of humor, which was part of St. Philip Neri, which Father Me has often confused because of the paintings to look like St. Ignatius Loyola, but they were two distinct saints. I know you confused Francis once for uh, St. John the Dwarf, who was a middle-aged monastic saint. But um, in any case, it will allow us to, again, talk about and issues that face our church, both its rich tradition and theology, and the practical lived experience of what uh, we see and read in one of the psalm prayers of the breviary, to radiate the glory of the resurrection, to have joy and hope with the good news of Jesus Christ. So here in eastern Washington, we are blessed in so many ways with faithful people, with religious women and men, uh, deacons and their wives, uh, our priests, and uh, our retired bishop, Bishop Skillstead, whose birthday was this month, and we celebrated at Bishop White Seminary, the seminary where all three of our vicars and many of our priests were fortunate to uh, be formed and to hopefully grow in grace and wisdom, which is uh, 
our prayer for all of our priests, God's faithful shepherds. So we spend we, that in the time, a little bit of time remaining. Yes. Maybe, um, you could say just a brief word about the patroness of our diocese and how in God's providence that is a, a special a place in your heart. Thank you. Well, Our Lady of Lords is our patroness, uh, the uh, our name of our cathedral, and um, through um, uh, a great friend of mine in, back in California, uh, Charlotte Kiesel at Dama Malta, she asked me to assist in pilgrimages to Lords, and I went on the first pilgrimage in 2006. And two of those four original graduates of Murray Catholic, uh, one's a priest already, one's studying to be a priest. So I have found that Mary in my own life, uh, both because of my grade school, uh, the Daughters of Charity and the Miraculous Medal, and certainly in this diocese, Our Lady of Lords, that Mary has watched over me and watched over our diocese, and we ask for intercession for a strengthening in, the, in our call to holiness. God bless you.